Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hirstetter. And I'm Ted Zaleski. So Lori and I find ourselves from time to time bouncing around ideas. You know, what can we do with this? Is this an episode? Is this a blog post? Something we've been talking about recently has been uh, book dominoes, one thing leading to another. And Lori's going to tell you a story about one book domino and some other ideas that she'll bring into it. And it's an idea that we're probably going to come back to again in some future episodes. But for now, let's hear what Lori's been up to. Well, this is not new. Anyone who's been paying attention to the show knows about uh, something I've talked about a little already, and that involves a coworker of mine who was not a reader. In fact, said, you know, I just can't get into reading books. And then this person went on a vacation to Aruba. So we refer to her as Aruba Girl. And while she was on her vacation in Aruba, there was someone she ran into on on a beach that was reading a book by someone that is very well known. Um, The author is Colleen Hoover. And actually, I was unfamiliar with Colleen Hoover. I think you were as well. Knew the name. And then when we started doing these good book hunting trips, we noticed when we would go into bookstores that some of them had a table that was called the book talk table. And if they had a book talk table, you can guarantee that Colleen Hoover's titles were on that table. So uh, anyway, back to the story. So when she is on this vacation in Aruba and she has this- With the lady that Lori planted- Killed the punchline there. That, oh, that comes later. I'm sorry. All right, Ted. Can I tell my story now? Yes, I'll be quiet. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, back to Aruba. She has a conversation with someone on the beach who is reading a Colleen Hoover book. And she indicated that, like our friend, was a non-reader. But she picked up this title and couldn't put it down. So, it had Aruba Girl intrigued. And she came back to the office after her vacation, and she told the story and said that the, the book was Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us. So shortly after that, I went to not Aruba, but a little town in Virginia. And while I was on that trip, I saw the title in a store, and I picked it up for my friend and brought it back to her. So she read this book. And to give you like the real longer version of the tale is that I think she read, what, two or three chapters and said, I like it. And then the next thing, she was halfway done. And then the next thing, it was it was just like finished. So she went from non-reader to reading quickly um, within the course of, I think it was a week or, or two at the very most. So anyway, she gives this book back to me. And I said, well, you're, you're welcome to keep it if you'd like. And she's like, oh, no, you might want to give it to somebody else. So she proceeds to buy another book by Colleen Hoover and is starting to read this one. But it wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't done with the idea of that she gave this book back to me. I wanted her to have it. I guess I'm picturing her with, with, with a bookshelf full of books, Colleen Hoover and otherwise, in the years to come because of what we inspired. Well, anyway, I had a conversation with her at work one day and I said to her, how about you just give the book to somebody else? So I don't know how many of you are familiar with a book called Pay It Forward 
or a, uh, a movie that came after the book, Pay It Forward. But I think that's what I was envisioning, is that I gave a book to a friend, and that friend gives the book to the next friend, and so it goes. So Aruba Girl gave the book to Ocean Pines. Ocean Pines is also someone that I work with, and she was a reader, but I don't know about her reading volume. I'm not sure if she's an avid reader, but she wasn't like Aruba Girl, a non-reader. So she picks up the book, says a note to herself on her phone, read a few chapters tonight. And if she puts it on her list, it's going to get done. So she did that. And she came back in the next day. And I think she was halfway through the book. And then um, on her lunch break, she says, I'm closing my door to read this book. And Aruba Girl tells her, uh, no, no, you can't do that. Because Aruba Girl is now on book two. And Ocean Pines Girl is on book one. And Aruba Girl doesn't want Ocean Pines to finish book one before she finishes book two. So this is the story as it stands today. And I'm just imagining what it looks like in the future. Who is Ocean Pines going to give book one to? Who is Aruba Girl going to give book two to? Ocean Pines. Uh, it could happen. Yeah. I'm just, I'm intrigued. I'm just glad to see them reading. It's made for interesting conversations at work. And it embraces this idea of pay it forward. And it's in a, a little short story I would call, maybe we'll title the show this, Sisterhood of the Traveling Book instead of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, if you're familiar with that one. Now, I happened the other day to be around this group of people and hearing some of this conversation. And another, another thing that's come into the mix, uh, Lori and I got two sides to the story shirts the other day. I had brought Lori's down to her and the others were looking at them. And all of a sudden it's, oh, I want one, I want one. So uh, we have people now looking to buy our Two Sides to the Story shirts. Now, if there's anybody else out there listening who thinks they would like to be walking around with our logo on them, uh, let us know and we can start ordering these shirts. So, Ted, you started with the idea of this, this book, Domino, and I, and I told a, a story in my own life that has certainly showed that, how a book has just now touched several hands, and I'm very curious to see where it goes next. I feel like this is a topic that we could do an entire episode on of all the situations in, in my reading life and your reading life where one title has read, led you to another one. Agreed? Yes, absolutely. I, I think... It, it will happen, and there's probably different paths we can take this this idea. You know, a few things that um, Lori and I were talking about. You know, there's a time when I was reading reading a lot of fairy tale retellings, and uh, some things where I had a one thing leads to another. You know, um, sometimes one book of one author has led to a lot of books by one author. Sometimes reading history or science, I find that the first book I'm reading then leads me to wonder about something else that leads to something else. You know, and before I know it, you know, there's a half dozen books that only happened because of that first one.
Yeah, I can think of a few more just general categories in which that can happen or has happened for me. One is, let's say that there's a, a book topic that you like, and then you want to read more topics in that category. And I'll use the example of creativity. And if we do a full episode on um, book dominoes, that'll be one that I can talk at length about because I have found a number of really great books about creativity. So now that's something that, you know, dominoes for me that I'm in search of books about creativity because I really like the idea and the topic of it all. You know, and two of the early creativity books for us were Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and... Um, John Cleese's book, what was it called? I think it's called Creativity. Creativity. Yeah. So th those were two, before we, I think we really started focusing a lot on books about creativity. And now uh, we've accumulated quite a few that we've read and want to read or say, you know, could, could read. And um, wouldn't be surprised if we don't have an episode coming sometime that is just about books on creativity. And definitely another episode coming about book dominoes and ones that we've experienced. Um, and also, it would be really great to hear from those that are listening to the show. If you've had something like that happen to you, if you have an Aruba girl in Ocean Pines-like story, um, please send us an email. Um, we'd love to hear about it. And if you're okay with it, we'll share it on the show. Um, obviously, Ocean Pines has a different name as does Aruba Girl. So if you'd like to remain anonymous, we're happy to do that and uh, just enjoy to tell your story and share it with someone that it might inspire. And speaking of sending us in things, um, you've seen that we've talked about uh, my daughter being in New Orleans and sending us some pictures of bookstores that she ran into down there and had a friend send a picture of his wife in front of the second story books in, in Rockville. Uh, we'd love to hear from anybody out there. You know, if you have a bookstore you like, you want other people to know about, take a picture of yourself. Let us know who you are and where you are and We'll see if we can do something with that. Yeah, at this point, we have a lot that are just of Ted and I in our bookstore visits. But if we get enough of these beyond your daughter and your one friend, I think it'd be great we could add a section to the website even. So keep sending them. And uh, if it's enough, we'll make a whole section of it on the website, which we've been talking about doing a little redesigning on of anyway. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you on any book dominoes that you have, um, any pictures you have of good book hunting trips of your own. Uh, if you want a shirt, uh, we'll probably need to start making a list of that so we can coordinate how to, to make that happen as well. So I was talking to somebody the other day and they said something like, you know, if you need an episode idea, you could, and I don't remember what, what the suggestion was, but they were offering me something and I shaking my head and saying, you know, coming up with ideas of episodes is not a problem. What we're struggling with is we have such a long list and say, so how do we get to these? What order do we do these? You know, what, what's the priority here? Uh, we do have some things that are solidly lined up coming in the next few weeks. Yeah, we should talk about that. Um, we're definitely having to prioritize the ideas that we have. Um, and it's usually because there's a deadline involved. So deadlines this week, Monday night. 
is our interview with Ira Marks. It is the Battle of the Books kickoff. We have told you about that before. Um, but the last time we mentioned it, there were spots available. That is no longer the case. Uh, there is a wait list. Um, you can get on the wait list if you want, but at this point it is um, at capacity. That is Monday night. Obviously, we will be talking about that after the fact. Can't wait to, to meet him and talk to him about his graphic novel, the one he's done, the second one he's done, the third one coming, and a lot of other great projects that he's working on. We're talking about an audience of somewhere around 400 people, I think. Yeah, it's going to be quite a show. And a lot of that will be kids that are reading, which makes us very happy because we care a lot about literacy and in particular children's literacy. So we get to see it live. So the book we're interviewing Ira on is Shark Summer. Uh, just yesterday, I read his second book, Spirit Week. And like Lori said, he has a third book coming out. Yes. And he's already written a book prior to the graphic novels. I read that one recently, and we'll get to ask him a question about that. And guess what it's about? <laughs> Creativity. How about that? <laughs> oh, big surprise. Also, we have, because we have our shirts, we'll be able to wear our shirts to that kickoff event on Monday night. So if you watch us on Instagram or Facebook, uh, we'll try to get some pictures of us in our shirts uh, for you to see at that event. Okay, so Ira, and then... And then the one right after that is the Peep Show, which we have mentioned before, is a Carol Arts Center um, production. Uh, it's not at the theater. I think they've outgrown that space. It's now happening at the mall, Town Mall of Westminster. So we are working on our entry um, for the Peep Show this year. We drop it off Friday or Saturday, I think, of this week. And then it will be on display with many, many others from Friday, March 31st through Monday, April 10th at the Town Mall of Westminster. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Peep Show, we're talking about the little sugary marshmallow Easter peeps and, and, and bunnies, too. But exactly. every, every exhibit revolves around the peeps. Yes, and as you can imagine, ours revolves around books. So do we tell them, or do we tell them they've got to go see it? Well, maybe Drum roll, a little, please. A little, a little hint. Well, it definitely has something to do with books, and it's something that we've talked about on the show before that we both like. All right, let's go there. Little Free Libraries. <laughs> we have made our own Little Free Library miniature version and we are going to stick a peep or two in it to look like us um, doing the Two Sides to the Story podcast. So uh, we'll take a picture and we'll post it on Instagram. And if you're in the area and want to go see, ours will definitely not be the best entry. Uh, it's not something we've gotten to spend a ton of time on. But we thought it would be a little bit of fun to support um, a community event like that. And um, I, we're definitely going to make a, a point to go. And uh, we'll pick out our favorites and see if there are any others that are book-related entries. And on picking out favorites, this is uh, Carroll County Arts Council's, one of their big fundraisers. Yes. So you actually um, buy votes and then you can uh, put your votes on the exhibits that you like best. And there are really some amazing displays. Some people are extremely creative and that talent shows through in the entries that they that they produce. So And willing to put a lot more time into it than yes, I would Yes, yes. So anyway, we'll have fun with it and finishing it up this week. And that will be something you can see for yourself in um, at the end of March into the beginning of April. And then there's another one. We have mentioned before um, some 
a gentleman that lots of people know, especially if you're from this area, Mr. John Waters. Um, he's going to be here also at the Carroll Arts Council Theater for an event in May. Um, and that's sold out to, you can't get um, uh, a ticket to that, unfortunately, anymore. Hopefully you're someone who is attending. But we were able to line up a quick interview with him. Now, that's not going to be a podcast episode as it's happening. It will be a live event, but we are going to talk to him and we'll hope to get a recording of us talking. And if not, we'll at least um, bring you an episode. That's what we learned when we had that uh, conversation with him. That's coming up on April 18th. Right. So like Lori said, that won't be live, but we'll be dropping that into a podcast sometime in between us talking to him and before he is here for his comic monologue. Yeah, and if you don't, if you're not real familiar with John Waters, um, first of all, he's, he's very well known. Google him, you'll find him very easily. He's from the Baltimore area. Uh, we were at an event today, and one of his books was on the table, um, Charm City Books, and um, in conjunction with the Goddard School, had an event today at Manor Hill Farm in uh, Howard County, and it was a Books in the Barn event. And there were lots of books, lots of kids. Yes. It was predominantly children's titles. Um, we had a quick conversation with the owners of that store, um, Davin and Joe, and they are um, doing all sorts of interesting activities. And Joe quickly said something about um, his children's section with, you could see the twinkle in his eyes, like that's a special spot for them in their store. And this event they had today was absolutely about children's literacy. And it was nice to see so many kids there having such a good time. Lots of kids, lots of little kids. At one point I said to Lori, I keep stepping on these little kids. And she said, don't do that. That's not nice. <laughs> I promise. No kids were harmed in the <laughs> yeah. filming of this episode. <laughs> He's saying he was stepping on me. He really wasn't. I, I guarantee it. So back to John Waters. So his book was on the table. One of his many books. We have, what, five or six of them that we've gotten from the library to take a peek. So he's not only a movie maker and a comedian and a published author, but he does all sorts of things. Just a very creative, artistic person. And he's from our area. So we're looking forward to talking with him. Yes. Uh, this is one of those interesting things. I, I keep saying stuff just keeps happening to us. Not sure exactly how it is, but um, when we did our first podcast episode last October, if you had said, what do you think the chances are you're going to interview John Waters next to April? I would have said, there's no chance, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I would not have guessed it. So thank you to those of you who have been um, listening, who have been with us from the beginning, or even those joining us new for the first time. Um, send your ideas. We'd love to hear them and love having you be part of the show because we are just two sides to the story and we want your story too. So that it for today? I think that's a wrap. All right. As always, enjoy your reading. <laughs>